0: Hello and welcome to Journeys in Grace. My name is Pastor Eric Hubbard, and we thank you for joining us today as we go and study into the Word of God and seek to find the truth and those things which have been held for us and been preserved for us in the Scripture. And I just believe today that to be an exciting time, a time that God will reveal things to our heart, that miracles, signs, and wonders can be accomplished in our heart and in our very presence if we'll just take hold to that which god speaks to us stand upon the word of god trust in that god's word is trustworthy because he's been found faithful through the ages men and women have given their lives for not only for the bible itself to be written for the bit but for very few their faith for the faith in the fact that jesus christ is the son of god and he is living and whole and well today and he lives in the hearts of every believer so we're going to continue in a study that we started in one of our previous teachings about discernment and to state the uh, I guess the principal subject is that discernment is the key but today we're going to talk uh, as a sub topic of that is that cons- we must move from not only be within discernment and have discernment of not only of our time and of the scripture but we also must know that there are some things that have been concealed for the ages. But through the revelation which God has provided us through the Holy Spirit who brings all things to our remembrance We have an opportunity to see things that the elders wish that they could live to have seen That angels who have been around for eons and have known that God had Prepared the Lamb of God as he spoke of in Revelation 13 that Jesus Christ himself before the world was God had a plan to redeem man See, many people believed that uh, things that happen in life are just happenstance, that things just happen. Uh, what's the old phrase that whatever will be, will be. Que Sarah. And that being, meaning that you can't stop what's been set in motion, that we're all just uh, tools uh, that, that uh being on chess pieces that are moved along the board. But I believe that God has a destiny for all of us. And if we who are the have the knowledge of God and who are the seekers of him and are disciples of him as we continue to walk in the word God will reveal his way he will reveal his word and only that we will move as Romans 12 2 says we'll move from that good and Acceptable to that perfect will of God and we'll find ourselves right in the center of God's will so we're gonna start out today and uh We're going to do a little recap over in the book of Matthew chapter 13. I believe I spoke on some of this, um, in our last teaching and Matthew 13, 13. And again, our subject today is, uh, discernment is the key that which is concealed must be revealed. Matthew 13, verse 13. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, therefore I speak unto them in parables. And he's talking to the disciples about a parable. He had just gave them about the soil because seeing because they seeing see not and hearing they hear not neither do they understand he said in them is to feel the prophecy of isaiah and Isaiah is another way of saying um uh, i believe isaiah but he's saying isaiah which was said uh, uh by hearing you shall hear and shall not understand and seeing you shall see and shall not perceive for this people's heart is waxed gross and their ears are dull of hearing. they eyes, Their eyes they have closed. Lest there's any time they shall see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their hearts, and shall be converted, and I should hear them. I should heal them, rather. But here in the 15th verse, it summarizes what, again, what we're going to be talking about today. The first stanza of that verse said, For this people's heart is wax gross. And I believe I gave an example in the last one of our last teaching is that in the in the in the olden days in in back in history of america and many countries around the world that the the uh light that was used in the house it was a candlestick and that candlestick had a wick in the middle of it that that wick was usually uh, surrounded by wax and uh what we call a wick is what was lighted and the person would light the wick at night and that candle then wax around the wick would burn for hours on end providing light to the house but that wick had to be dipped in wax over and over and over and over until the wax built up on the wick. And hence, that's what made the candle. And that's the example that we we will make it with this 15th birth, where Jesus is saying, this people's heart is waxed gross. So in other words, it's become so hardened, it's become so uh, covered that they can't understand the revelation that God has revealed to them. what god is what the word of god has been spoken to them they don't get the revelation of it that's the better way of saying that that the revelation that's being revealed it doesn't has no effect on them in other words they don't place any value on the word of god and that's where i think many in our day as they were in the days of christ when jesus was born those who were looking for the messiah they were they 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 knew the time was right for the Messiah to be born. They went back to the prophecies of of, of, Mo, of Moses who talked about Shiloh was coming again going back to Genesis in the third chapter where the word was spoken that in the and that the uh, the 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 son of God would be born and that he would bruise the head of Satan and Satan would bruise his heel But he said that son of God would come from the seed of a woman and we all know as I've said previously when, and hopefully you know that women don't have seeds, but it, the, the, Jesus was born of a virgin. He was conceived of the Holy Ghost by the faith of that young woman when she heard the, 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 the words of the angel and when she received it and said, be it unto me as you have spoken unto me. I receive it by faith and see Mary had to re- Mary had to receive the seed of the word. If she would have rejected it and said, No, I won't know part of this. I I not my I must keep my reputation, because one of the things that Mary said was what? She said, I don't know a man. In other words, she said, I don't, I'm not married, neither am I having intimate relationship with a man. So how is this going to happen? Although she was uh, betrothed to Joseph, she's saying, No, that that's that can't happen because we are not married yet. But because she was willing she received the word and the word was conceived inside of her. And this is what Jesus is saying in the 15th verse. The word was given to all those who would hear. But he said their heart is so is, is, is so covered. It's so, uh, 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 it, the word can't penetrate their hearts because their heart had been covered with doubt and unbelief. Then he goes on and says their ears are dull of hearing. In our day, everybody wants a new thing. They want the next new thing. What's the new revelation? What? Give me a word. You know, uh, I've heard uh, some who move in the prophetic gift, and many people, when they find that out, they just will almost they were torment you said. What's the word? I need a word from the from God. What well, the only thing you need to do is pick up the Bible. There are hundreds of thousands of words in the in the scripture that pertain to every believer, and God's got a word in that book. He's got 66 books that we can find that personal word and God can personalize it for us. But because many in our day are are so, you know, they're they're so looking for a word. And again, the next new thing that when they hear, when they hear the revelation, when the revelation comes first, uh, come forth, whether they don't have discernment. They don't discern that precious word that precious word for the hour that precious season that God has us in and again As I've said all uh, uh, and before times and I'll say it again We're in the midst of the greatest revival that shall ever hit the earth Because the Bible says in the last days, there's are going to be a great falling away well, I believe that not only will people be coming into the church, but I believe there'll be people going out of the church because there'll be many who've been in church for years and they will fulfill the scripture that said, oh, you know, we've heard this since our fathers were asleep. We heard Jesus was coming. Since our fathers were asleep, we heard that there was going to be a, a, a great revival. Since our father was, uh, went to sleep, we have seen nothing of Christ coming again and they, ter- they will turn their backs and are turning their backs. As we live in this certain time now where this virus is still killing people, that people are, uh, churches are closed, some never to open again. Large churches, small churches, uh, churches of all denominations, all colors of people who went there in the past, these churches will never open again. Their doors will be forever closed. And many of them will be turned into stores and shopping malls and, uh, uh, yeah, shopping malls and, um, uh, and, uh, places of work and nothing wrong with any of those things. But that house of God was built by people of faith who believed that it should be a house that should last for generations where their, their descendants, or uh, others should come and hear the precious word of God. But because people, the people, ears of the people have so dull, they can't hear that doors are closed that shall never be opened again, and just finish this fifteen. 15 verse. It says, and he says, and their eyes they have closed. It's not that uh, uh, they decided because their 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 heart is wax gross, the word doesn't penetrate. Their ears are dull, they can't receive it, and it says their eyes they have closed. They have become sleepy. They have they are become they're walking in it. They're in a daze. And they don't realize the time that they're living in. There's another uh, scripture that Jesus spoke when he was around the scribes and Pharisees. He says, you can discern the signs in the sky. He says, when you see red, the red cloud or the red sky at night, they proclaim it's going to be calm weather tomorrow. But if you wake up in the morning, you see a red sky, they say, oh, it's going to be a stormy day today. He said, you can discern the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the time and i'm paraphrasing here and and again many in our day they cannot discern what time it is they are looking at all the political things that are going on in our culture riots in the streets so much political upheaval uh whether you know the uh you know families are divided democrat republican libertarian uh communist capitalist uh, socialist All these other things in the house, I'm not talking about the word, I'm talking about in the house of God, where there is not that we are all believers and we should come together and focus on the one thing that we should be uh, agreeing on is the word of God. You have a right to your political opinion and your political uh, uh persuasion. But Christ should take the Christ should be the deciding factor in any decision that we make. But most people in our day. The Bible is the last thing they consider. And this is what Jesus is talking about. He said that their hearts are dull, their ears are the ears are dull, the hearts are waxed gross, their eyes they have closed. Why? Lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand. In other words, they would they would discern. And he said, if they did that, they would be converted and I'd hear them. So there's, again, there's things that are hid from us and have been hid for times. They weren't hid from us, but it was hid for us. For the believer, those things which were hid were hid for us. And we're going to go over uh, to the book of the book of Proverbs. In Proverbs 25, verse number two, uh, it begins to speak and it says, it is the glory of God to conceal a thing. Because remember now, I want you to remember this, put this in your heart, that when God reveals something to us, we will be held responsible for that revelation. So if God reveals his word to you, he reveals the truth to you, then we are expected to receive that truth and apply it to our life. But if you receive revelation after revelation after revelation, and you do not keep keep that revelation that God has given you, then you become responsible for it. But God is so merciful and God is so kind that I believe it's His mercy and grace that He's not revealing everything to all of us, because we don't have the dedication, we don't have the the uh, uh, determination, we have not set our hearts that it's for God I live, it's for God I trust. And if we got that revelation and don't uh, don't uh, 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 adhere to it, then we're guilty of the more. But we know that God doesn't; He's not a God that's come that wants us to punish us and and to destroy us. But he wants to bring us to truth. And I believe many times where we feel like we are behind, it's not that we're waiting on God, but God is waiting on us. So so that when we are able to receive that revelation, then we can proceed on, on and further into the word of God. So let's go back to Matthew. Now let's go down, let's go down to um verse number 17. We talked about this a little earlier. He said, Very I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see the things which you see. The Bible says in the last days that knowledge shall increase. And we know both biblically, spiritually, and naturally, the world is full of knowledge. You can Google anything on the internet now. You think you just if you just have a desire to get some understanding about a thing or know how to fix this or uh, having seen that, you only thing you have to do is put it into the only the, put it into your search bar and see what comes up knowledge is that's massive knowledge that's available for us but it says that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which we see and have not seen them and to hear those things which we hear and have not heard them and what jesus was telling them is that this is a time of revelation for that day well, we weren't meant i weren't meant to be born in the time of jesus i was meant to be born in in, in this time and be alive in this time because this is the time that we are here if you are alive today god has a purpose for you and it is your time to be in this earth so that you will be you will have the ability to perform and walk in the purpose that god has for us so as jesus moved forward Oh, down in the 19th verse, begin to speak the parable of the sower. He says, when one hears the word of the kingdom and understand it's not, then comes the wicked one and catch the way that was sown in their heart. This is he which received word by the wayside. And again, Jesus talking about the sower, how he, some fell among uh, on the wayside, some fell among th- stones, some fell uh, among the stones. And he goes on and he describes all these things that we'll read. But I'm just gonna give you a little backdrop about what we're talking about today is about discernment. Because if, if if the word of God is hid from you or hid for you, then we must seek the revelation of God and pursue it. For Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What are you seeking today? Are you seeking the, the uh, uh the next your next thousand or your next hundred or your next uh a hundred thousand dollars? Money is good. There is nothing wrong with money. Wealth is good. The scripture says, and I believe in Psalms thirty-seven, said, um, uh twenty-seven, it says that God takes pleasure in the prosperity of His of His servants. He has pleasure in us being blessed. God has pleasure in us walking in that anointing, walking in in uh, the Word of God, and finding out that you know what God wants me blessed. Paul said in in uh, rather. Uh, Apostle John said, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. So God wants us to prosper. But what he does not want is for us to be held captive about seeking the the next dollar. Working Working all day, working all night, working two and three jobs, trying to get more money and more money. He said, it's the love of money that's the root of all evil, not money. Money does answer problems. Money was money. Money will uh, help us to move into better stages of life. God promised in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy to increase us in every part of our life. Increase our that our health should increase. That our um, that not only our health health should increase, but everything about us should we should be increasing. We should be uh, uh, progressing forward and moving forward, because this is what he said to Abraham. In uh, Genesis 12, that God said, I will bless you and cause you to be a blessing. He said, I will make your name great. And he, God promised that he would be, he was going to be there for Abraham. And as you read on in the 13th chapter and and further on, you'll read how that Abraham increased in gold and silver and servants in all of his possession. He progressed because God promised to bless him. Because God knew I've got your heart. This is what He's waiting on. And this is what He's talking about here in the, in the book of Matthew. He knew that I've got, if I got you, if God's got your heart, He'll get money to you if He can get it through you. But if He can't get it through you, why should He get it to you? As all of us, if you're a parent today and you know you got a, a 10-year-old and you were, I there with a, a hot rod, a car to drive 150 miles an hour, and you're going to give your keys to your 10 or 13 year old child and say, here, take this. I got, I've been keeping this for you. No, if you were a responsible parent, you wouldn't give the child that car. You would wait till there have uh, uh, some sense of responsibility and recognize that this car can only be enjoyed, but this car could be a weapon. So a responsible parent would say, I'm going to keep this until you can handle it. And this is what I believe that God has for uh, uh prosperity for the believer is that he takes us from stage, and it's described like this in the scripture. It says, first the blade, then the ear, then the full cone in the ear. First the blade, then the ear, then the full cone in the ear. In other words, he's talking about that maturity, and that seed grows and it matures and produces and flourishes. So again, God will take you from Step by step day by day. He will multiply and add to you But if you are we if we're not ready then he will be an unwise god to give you and give you a million dollars And you can't handle a thousand Why would he? That's like you move getting you moving from zero to a thousand miles miles an hour in 10 seconds That's a crash Something bad is going to happen if you can go from zero to a thousand on a a highway and you didn't progress in that and you didn't know how to uh, manipulate that automobile or that plane or whatever. But you must, we must know that God wants to give us revelation. He wants to share the, the, the love of his word, the knowledge of his word, the wisdom of his word with his children. He relishes, God takes pleasure as the scripture says in the prosperity of his children he takes pleasure in us being blessed he takes pleasure in us moving forward and enjoying the things of god that we understand that you know what god's got something for me he's got something better for me and many people are you know they struggle they're struggling with their finances they're struggling with uh uh feeding the, their kids and, and clothing their children and paying their rent and doing all these things. And they're to say, God, when's my turn? Well, are you doing the things that God surrounds prosperity with? Have you, um, uh, uh, have you immersed yourself in his word? Are you learning of him? Do, or do you have a relationship with him? Have you made him number one? Have you set your heart that no matter what happens, whether I'm rich or poor, whether I, I move forward or I stay stationary, if I, what no matter what's going on with me, I'm going to stay with God. Whether I, you know, some people, have, they, they, I remember as a, as a young man, I was witnessing to this young man and, and trying to disciple him into the kingdom. And he told me flat out, that look, I need a woman. And he made his mind up that, look, if I can't have what I want, then I'll see you. And that's exactly what he did because he wanted what he wanted. He didn't want anything, but he wanted to satisfy his flesh. And if his flesh would not be satisfied, then he said, look, man, if I can't, if I can't get what I want, I got to go. And that's exactly what he did. But, and many of us are in those same, that same uh, situation. If I can't have a child, if I can't have a husband, if I can't get, I can't get a house, you know, we measure ourselves by others. Was sister so-and-so, you know, she, she got into church. She was saved a couple of years. She met her husband. They're married with, with children. They got cars. They got a house. Both of them have good jobs. When's my turn? And God has that for all of us. But in his timing, and when you are ready, you are not waiting on God. God is waiting on you. So let's go a little further before we close out today. As he goes on down to the 20th verse, he says, but he that received the word into stony ground the same is he that heareth the word and anon with joy receives it yet he has no root in himself but dureth he said he endures for a while but when there's tribulation or persecution arise because of the word he said he becomes offended they become offended because someone's attacking them for being a believer and especially in this time and day when you announce yourself as a christian you're ridiculed if you announce yourself and say you know what i'm i'm um are you a man or a woman you say you know what i'm not gonna be sexually active i'm gonna keep myself until i meet my my spouse and when i do i am that's when i will enjoy sex with my my, my husband with my wife but in our day now you speak those things you're ridiculed because the world calls good evil and evil good if you're not having a, a, a multitude of sexual partners they said you know you're unfit I don't know I don't know if you'll be able to satisfy me well in marriage it's not about you being satisfied it's about your mate being satisfied but that's a whole other different subject but my whole point in saying this is that the word we have we have not discerned, we are we have not given the word of God its proper place. And many of us, we find ourselves stuck, wondering, when's it my turn? Well, when have you given God his turn? Have you given God his time? Have you made him God? Or are you, as many uh, many back bumper stickers say, God is my co-pilot. Never read what Jesus was willing to be a co-pilot. He said he is Lord of Lord and King of Kings. The king does not, not you are not a co-owner in the, in the kingdom. You serve at the pleasure of the king. You live in the kingdom at the pleasure of the king. All your rights, all of your, uh, everything that you have belongs to the king. And at the pleasure of the king, you, king, you are blessed. Now let's read on. He said, he that receives the, the word among thorns, he that hears the word and the cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. Doesn't that sound like today? He says the deceitfulness, the chasing of the money, the chasing of that dollar, the getting the next job and the next job and the next job, and moving from city to city to city. And then we wonder why aren't my, you know, my, my, why aren't my family settled? Your children get of age and they want, they leave, the first thing they want to do is leave because you never established a home. A home is more than just a five-bedroom house. Love makes a home. Families make homes. Love in that family makes a home. But anybody can get a house. You can get five roommates and have a house. But to have a home is where love is there, where relationships are built, care is there, correction is there, forgiveness is there because a home is made with love. And as we end today, with the last one, it says, But he that receives the word, receives, but he that receives seed into good ground, is he that hears the word, understands it or discerns it, understands it and and gives it its proper place, treasures it, in which he bears fruit. Love, the love, the uh, uh, the fruit of love bears patience. Kindness, goodness, meekness, faith. All these things come out of that fruit of love and brings forth some hundred, some 60, some 30 fold. But these parables and others were given to, to the people of Jesus' day and they are given to us so that we can discern within ourselves. And to close out the day, I can remember before I got saved, I used to read the Bible for my grandmother. She was a, a Christian and believed in her day. And she loved God and prayed over me many a day, and anointed my head uh, uh, many a day and prayed over me. I wasn't saved and had no intention of being there, but when I read it to her, it meant something to her, but it didn't mean anything to me because I wasn't a believer. But she said, "Eric, she would tell me, Eric, read this for me. I want you to read this Bible for me." And she would lay across the bed and I would read to her, and read read long as grandma until grandma said stop. But my point in saying that is. That my heart wasn't ready to receive because I wasn't a believer then, But by and by, I did hear and I did receive. And today I'm saved because I received the word of God. And this is the same thing that God has for you and anyone else who will receive the engrafted word of God and allow it to take hold. And then you will see the fruit of of, of, of the love of God, of the power of God, of the joy of God and the prosperity of God. Because the word of God will wash you. It will cleanse you. No, we shouldn't be the same person we were last year. Stuck in the same uh, position with those same uh, addiction, those same uh, friends doing those same evil and filthy things that we did before. But the Bible said old things, old things, uh, uh, old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You're not only new on the inside, but God will make you new on the outside. He will wash those things away from you. Those old habits will be washed away. No longer clinging to you and dragging you down. People who used to suck on you like a vampire and take all the